Section 8 of the Maxims of Methuselah. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by William Jones, Benita Springs, Florida. The Maxims of Methuselah by Gillette Burgess. Chapters 14 and 15. Chapter 14. There be three things which are too difficult for me, yea, four things which I know not. The way of a woman with nerves, the way of a maid with her dressmaker, the way of a damsel bidding farewell, and the way of a matron who understandeth the speech of babes. There be three things which never satisfy a woman, yea, four which say not it is enough. Her photograph and the fit of her raiment, a novel with a sad end, and the wooing of her lover. For it is easier to find a woman satisfied with her mirror than a maiden content with all her names. For Susan desireth to be called Hulda, and Sarah Deborah. Two things a woman saith on parting, yea, three speeches are necessary to her. Lo, I have had such a charming time, and it is so good of thee to have asked me, and now do come and see us hurry not a woman's favour neither force her hastily to surrender to thee for she goeth into love as she goeth into the waters at the seashore first a hen and then a lip goeth she in by littles she diveth not she leapeth not from the pier but by gentle shocks and cries of protest she entereth slowly Yet when the waters of love encompass her, then is she supported. She swimmeth in her joy, she floateth on the tide of happiness. For all her lines are drawn in pleasant places. Son, when thou callest upon a damsel for the first time, see that thou goest alone, for a first call often bringeth forth a miracle. Hunt not in couples, lest thou gettest not acquainted eschew letters of introduction which are the methods of fools be sure she desireth thee and visit her alone she will receive thee willingly the fool trieth a maid with wiles before he kisseth he touches her hand privily he sitteth more near but yet a bolder one feareth not he jumpeth up, he runneth across the chamber and falleth upon her with suddenness ere she is aware she is astonished, and she slappeth his face. But the man of understanding eateth a sign. It is revealed to him what he shall do. When he becometh three parts sure, then he proceedeth. For the three parts are even this damsel, and the fourth is all women. No man knoweth how another man maketh his love, for women tell not but women know well of women's ways. If a man love, he telleth much. Though a woman be as honest as a child before company, yet will she lie to the man she loveth. Chapter 15 If a woman confesseth that she love thee, and thou lovest not her, leave her not, forsake her not in her anguish, make her to laugh, and let thy conduct be merry. Yet when she saith, I have repented of my folly, forget thy pride and be glad. 
remind her not of her words be thy mouth shut upon her weakness aforetime some women are to be captured by storm and some taken by siege yet if there be not a traitor in her heart that shall deliver up the garrison thou shalt not prevail over her i say unto thee verily not every woman that looketh like a maiden going to a tea is a typewriter for some are maidens going to a tea if when thou callest a woman asketh thee concerning thy goings in and comings out and what thou doest take heed for she thinkest of other things she prepareth herself to work thee i have watched the rivalry of maidens at the summer hotel yea at the seashore i have regarded their strife yet could i not judge a damsel's popularity by flowers she received for verily it may be her mother who sendeth them and the old man footeth the bills for the rivalry of women is visited upon their children to the third and fourth generation son be not deceived by the undemonstrative for a woman of ice may desire to be wooed with ardour and she who standeth apart hath her own opinion of the laggard lover propose not to a woman when she hath gotten a new frock nor when she is puffed up with victories when she reigneth and rejoiceth in her hour of triumph come not nigh unto her but when she be ill or weary when she is cast down in spirit and needeth a comforter then be thou ready and make thy suit after she hath walked far and resteth while the storm gathereth and the thunders are loosed in the heavens while she listeneth to fair music when the wine-cup is emptied then shalt thou have thy way with her and a wedding in haste is worth two at leisure if she dresseth her hair in a new fashion some one hath great influence over her and if he shaveth his beard there is a reason when a damsel becometh engaged lo she breaketh many charms and her lifelong friends discuss her yea her dearest sisters laugh and whisper in scorn is her ring wished on peradventure it may be but to test thy strength who can withstand a maid of ten years behold she hath many uncles End of chapters 14 and 15